All right, and so that was a great segment, guys. We love having Colin and Ben on. Texas OU, it's wonderful. And so now it's on to this week's, the rest of this week's action. And Siege, we're going to be kind of honest. The, the matchups this week kind of suck. This blows. This is not a good football week. <laughs> not a good football week. I mean, all football weeks are great, but like, it's not a good football week. You always, I feel like we always get one of these a year where, you know, some teams aren't as good as we thought in the beginning. There, there was some, you know, on paper, there should be a couple of good games, but it just did not work out that way. It's kind of a stinker this week. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, you got Auburn, Mississippi State, but Mississippi State, like, just lost, like, so that's probably, I, I'm, I may put that one on my upset game of the week. <coughs> I'm still not oh, high on cool. Auburn, but. You know, I, maybe maybe something could happen there. Maybe. I like it. I like it. But all right, uh, so let's let's get to like the, the two or three. This is a this is a wild one. Uh Kentucky versus Texas A and M. Kentucky undefeated, number thirteen in the nation, five and a half point road docks. What do you think about that? Kentucky will never get respect. They could no. they could have the best team in the country. And they'll still be five-point underdogs to almost any team in the country on, on the road because nobody gives them respect. I think Kentucky is legit this year. I think they actually have a really good team. So I'm gonna I'm definitely probably going to try to watch this game if I can. Um, and, I mean, I think Kentucky's legit. I think they're going to beat a and I really do. Because A&M's kind of going through um, kind of kind of a downturn right now. So, uh you know they just look like garbage against Arkansas. Yep. They've got they've got a, a solid Kentucky team coming in, so I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I'm all in on Kentucky this year. They're like our Washington State of this year, or our Wolfpack of this year. We're Wildcat guys. I, I want to buy oh, the yeah. Kentucky T-shirt, and I just want them to run train through the SEC East. Not sure they have. I think they're good. I'm not sure if they have the talent to do that. I feel like every year I get excited about Kentucky, we just get let down. But this is the year. Let's be optimistic. We're optimistic, guys. Let's go Wildcats. Go Big Blue. Let's Basketball go. schools taking over the SEC. It's going to be good. I'm picking uh, Kentucky on the road as well. I think I'm not going to get to watch this one, unfortunately. Another bir- birthday weekend fun thing. I get to go to the Taylor Swift concert, so that's Woo. gonna you know not. Now we got bad blood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's uh. Lots of fun. It's going to be me and like 10 chicks on a party bus. So there you, Hey, that's not the worst thing. Yeah, not the worst thing. So, But it, uh, it'll be interesting. All right, Siege. This is my upset pit of the week. I'm going down on a ledge for it. Comeback week. Notre Dame just had a huge win against Stanford. They're riding high. They're looking good. And you know what? You know what they have to do? They have to go to Blacksburg, Virginia. Sandstorm. <laughs> All the works. I'm going Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech Hokies. Sing it. Let's sing it. I don't even know. Ben, edit in Sandstorm there, Ben. Yeah, I'm picking the the Hokies. I think they are have been storming back since that terrible, terrible Old Dominion loss. They're going to be fired up. It's going to be a pack house in Blacksburg. I'm going with the Hokies. I like it. I, that, that's a great pick for an upset. Um, I actually think Virginia Tech can turn around their season with this win. 
I still think you can't get to the playoff, even if they win this game and almost win out. You can't get to the playoff without, you know, with losing to Old Dominion. Um, No, I mean, I definitely do think they have a chance. I'm not picking that as my upset of the week. Oh, Um, but I do think they have they have a great shot just for the sake of content. (laughs) Uh, Do you want me to give my Upset pick of the week. Oh, I, I want I want to hear your upset pick of the week. My upset pick of the week is your Wake Forest Demon Deacons against Clemson. Oh shit! Okay, see, I see you. That is a out there pick. I damn siege. Okay, this is a, okay. Hey, this is it. This I is like it. it. I mean, that is that's like that's the kind of pick that the beer bottle QBs are known for. I oh, yeah. disagree with you there. I think Clemson's still got too much. Their other quarterback uh, seems sufficeable, and Wake Forest did not show up against Notre Dame. But No, it, they didn't. There are vulnerabilities. Syracuse has proved to be a, a better-than-average team in the ACC this year, which isn't saying a whole lot. But, you know, I could see the Demon Deacons pulling this wood off. Clemson is like they, – they're like a wounded duck right now. They just lost exactly. Kelly Bryant and – like, how d- bad do you have to feel Dabo Sweeney picking the starter and then losing him? Oh, God. Like, that that's sucks. rough. But he's getting, he, supposedly he's supposed to be back this week. What that's what it, I saw. Is it concussion? It was concussion, I thought, right? Or is that, No, uh, it's like a neck injury. Oh, okay. But, but well, I saw that he, he's supposed to be back. We will see. So, we will see. That's just unfortunate. You just wish you could get Kelly Bryant back for the rest. Of, I mean, like I, they f- should have just kept splitting time. I mean, they should have. I, but you know, I, I do like Dabo. You know, giving the guy a heads up, like, hey, because yeah. it's his senior year. So if yeah. you, you know, you played him in the last game and then benched him the rest of the year, he's done. Yeah, I mean, Kelly I, Bryant do, was, I do commend Dabo for being a a good guy there. Yeah, he. Provided him a red shirt. Kelly Bryant was kind of being a little baby about it. I mean, I get it. You do what's best for you. I don't blame him for transferring. But, like, he provided him with an opportunity to red shirt under the new rules. Like, that's mm-hmm. a pretty great thing to do and to say that you were betrayed. No, Kelly, you just kind of suck compared to Trevor Lawrence. So, sorry yeah. about it, Kelly. <clears throat> you didn't do – you haven't done much for him last year. What have you done for me lately? The answer is nothing. All right, and I have a second upset pick of the week, Siege. Ooh, it's a little bit of a surprise. It's from a team that is on the list of undefeated teams. You might not know it. You might not be thinking about it. But it's the Colorado Buffaloes. I like it. And you know who they're playing this week, Siege? The Arizona State's. Fighting Herm Edwards. I think this is going to be a big win for Hermie. And come out of nowhere victory. You want to hear a little stat? I know we're not a stats podcast. But Colorado... The record of their opponents for this entire season, 1-16. Oh, my goodness. 1-16. So that is the definition of having played nobody. (laughs) Not a soul. Not a soul. played ghosts. So Arizona State has at least played some people. As surprised as we all are, Hermie Edwards is doing some things. It's just a wild, wild stuff, so... He's All right, Siege. I mean, I don't know. I we we talked a lot of shit on Herm Edwards, but man, that guy, that 
that guy's really blown expectations out of the water because Arizona State really hasn't been that competitive. Like, yeah, I mean, they had Todd Graham, and he was okay for every year. They'd be, you know, they'd win seven games and go to a shitty bowl. But I mean, Herm Edwards, if he can recruit, he's got. He might have a. He might be able to grow a pretty nice program down there. Yeah, he might be able to. He just seems to be just playing the CEO role. A big raw. I assume he's a big raw raw guy. So, and his time management has been on on fleek, as the kids oh, yeah. used to say last year. <clears throat> so, I mean, I think they could have a shot. It's very very interesting times. And so we'll see what happens. They could be building something if they just keep getting young, good coordinators in there. It's a great. Mm-hmm. It's one of the biggest party schools in the nation. So lots of fun. Not hard to get talented kids there. I can not I hard at all. Lots. You of can get kids. talent. A lot of Cali kids you can get there. So. Oh yeah. All right. See. So last game we're going to talk about, and then I got a little team that I think we need to talk about at the end of the podcast. But see, just these are your guys, and they're undefeated out of nowhere. It's the NC State Wildcat. By Wildcats, baby. Take what on do you the think Boston about College them? Eagles. Big matchup. Big big Dude. matchup. I like Boston College, though. I do like Boston College. Man, you're going against your team. But I can't wait. Wait. I said I liked them. I didn't say I love them. (laughs) And I love NC State. They're my team. They're not really my team, but they're kind of my pseudo team that I've just latched on because I think their mascot and their logo is just awesome. (laughs) Um, Awesome, awesome mascot slash logo. But BC's got a baller running back, but NC State is just doing it. They're finding ways to win. It's not pretty. They're not blowing people out. Um, I, I I think it does help that they got a random bye week against West Virginia because of the hurricane. Yeah. I think that helps. Um, I, I like them. I like them a lot. Uh, I think I'm going to go NC State over BC. I, I like that, too. I don't, li- I don't like BC so much ever since they lost to Purdue. They're okay. They're a solid team, but they're no wolf pack, baby. They are no wolf pack. Eat them up, wolves. Ooh, eat them up, wolves. We should make some t-shirts. Eat them up. All right, Siege. So this is, I mean, this is a team we have to talk about. It's the defending national champions. They are looking good out the gate. I knew you were going to bring this up. I knew you were going to bring this up. You have to, though. If UCF goes undefeated... They have to be in the playoffs. You have to. Maybe two be years in a row. They haven't lost a game since 2016. Exactly. Let's be honest. They're going to be on, on pace for like the win streak, like the Miami 0102 win streak and like the Oklahoma 80s win streak. Like there's a that, variety uh, of win streaks that they're going to be they on had that, with. That Alabama win streak, um, what was it, in the early 20. 20- 10, or like 2011 through 2013 or something like that. And then like the USC mid 05s. Like, yeah. Let's let's look up, do a little quick in the Google machine. Uh. Man, and you, they've got SMU, so they're gonna win that game. It's just, it's so sad they don't they they don't have a a major team. I mean, they ah, you've got to give them a shot though. You have to, right? I mean, I they mean, you have like, to. They have to be in the playoff if like if they go undefeated again. They literally just have to because. It's absolutely, absolutely unfair. Like they have, they haven't lost since 2016. If you win 20, what it will be because they had 
14. It'll be, I don't it'll be like 26 games or something like that. If they win 26 the last, game in the row, they have to be in the playoffs. Like, they have to be in the have, playoffs. Absolutely have to. And so the only team that Cincinnati is currently still undefeated, um, which who knows how good they are. But the only team I really see them slipping up to is is South Florida. Unless, like, yeah. Navy pops them in the triple option, I think it's South Florida. They don't have to play Houston in the regular season, maybe in the AAC championship. But, it's I mean, it's South Florida or bust as of right now. I don't think SMU has a single shot. Pittsburgh, no, UCF just shot. lit up Pittsburgh. With Pittsburgh sucks, but, they, I mean, they're still a power five team. Like, I mean... If UCF system, we wouldn't have this issue because UCF would have been in the Big Twelve or the ACC or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but I mean, I think they have to have to be in the playoff. You and have I, to. I, think they I, I completely one hundred percent agree, and I think it's a, it, it would be an absolute travesty if if they don't get a shot. They they deserve a shot. This Agreed. is why we have the college football playoffs. Agreed. This is why. But dude, I don't believe they, they won't get a shot if there's four undefeateds. I mean, they won't get a shot. But if there's if they put in two SEC teams and don't give UCF a shot, then why should anybody outside of the Power 5 schools even play football? Yeah, it's like why even have a playoff if we're just going to put an SEC team in to rematch? And so there are currently 14 undefeated teams. A lot of them have some cross, have to play each other. All the SEC teams, Georgia, mm-hmm. Kentucky, LSU, Bama, all have like a crisscross of ending up playing with it. One, only one Big Ten team. So Ohio State's the only undefeated at the moment. They could always slip in even if they lose a game. If crazy things happen, but it looks like that there's might not be another one loss team going into the Big Ten championship because they all kind of suck. I mean, Michigan's not great. Maybe they upset. Who knows? Colorado, I think they're going to go down this week. Cincinnati, probably going to go down at some point. NC State, yeah. Maybe NC State will go undefeated because we're a Wolfpack podcast, so we are all in podcast. I hate Clemson. <laughs> we just don't know about Clemson. West Virginia has. Oklahoma on their uh, schedule still. And Man, have- West Virginia, I mean, not West Virginia, but uh, Clemson is vulnerable, man. They're going to they drop are. a game. They're vulnerable. They're, they're not the team we've seen when Deshaun Watson won a national title, and they're not the same team as last year. That defensive line that was supposed to be unbelievable, in my opinion, yeah. has been very underwhelming. That's true, but this could be one of those years where Clemson just bleeds in and out of every game like – uh, Jameis Winston's second year in Florida State, where they weren't really right. that good, but they ended up going thirteen and zero because the ACC sucked. Like it could yeah, be one of that year's room, and they just like they limp into the playoff, and it just doesn't right. matter. Yeah. I mean, because Clemson undefeated, they're going to the playoff without a doubt. Yes. They're now like without essentially an Alabama Georgia type. Like they, mm-hmm. they're just going to go. So it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see how the SEC shakes out. You know, if Bama loses a game. They'll always be in the picture. But honestly, I would put UCF over Bama. And well, Honestly, the best thing that could happen to UCF is if they lose or they don't lose and they go undefeated, don't make it to the playoff, and they can claim back-to-back national championships without even having yeah, to Yeah, so now, oh my God, that would be amazing. 
And so the NCAA already recognized one of their national championships, so they would definitely recognize a second if that... 100%. The math dude... It's like some PhD guy that's been doing his rankings for like 20 years has a janksy website. I think he's a Princeton mathematics PhD. And he's the one who claimed them. And they've started like adding those in as legitimate national championship poll mm-hmm. points, which is awesome. No, no you're hilarious. right on. So we will see what happens. The only thing he didn't pick right, he didn't put 2014 TCU as a national champion, which was kind of messed up. It was pretty messed up on his part. His mathematical algorithm must have had a glitch that year. It had to because we were by far the best team in the nation. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Can we talk, I want to talk about one thing real quick. Yeah, let's hear it. Is the Pac-12 eliminated from the college football playoff again? I I would probably say so, yeah. I mean, losing They, they have day. to be, right? Because their best team, I guess, now would be Washington. And yeah. Washington got beat by Auburn, who is turning out to actually be not that good. Yeah, I, I mean... The Pac-12 very well could have eliminated themselves because, yeah, Washington's the best team right now. No promises that Washington doesn't lose another game. Washington State, Oregon, they're all, they have a whole bunch of 4-1 and one teams. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, they have Colorado, who's probably going to be a 3-4-5-6 loss team. And then they have USC, who will probably end up winning that side. But they have two out-of-conference losses, so they're... Dunzo. I mean, they can't make it to the playoffs. No way. No way. So it'll be interesting to see. I think. I think they do eliminate themselves. I don't think a one-loss team wins it unless it's probably unless it's Stanford. But Stanford, they kind of got beat down at the end. They didn't have enough offense to stop Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I, but I think it's going to be very competitive. They're going to knock themselves out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you've got to be. There's a crisis in the Pac-12. I mean, this is going to be the third year in a row or no second year in a row that they that they won't have a representative yeah since the last one was washington washington yeah and got they got like and they got embarrassed yeah they got dick smacked so that was i mean i mean gosh well so uh, yeah i think they're and nothing nothing can say scream Eight playoff, eight team playoff, or sixteen team playoff more than the fact that we're having to have this conversation after week four because exactly they only it's let four, yeah, and we're gonna, and it's going to dominate the TV cycle and the podcast cycle. Hopefully, you're listening to our podcast over anything else on the internet, our loyal mm-hmm. fans. <clears throat> so, but it's just it's wild. Like eight team playoff, it makes so much sense, and you big so dummies, you big. Dummies at the NCAA just can't get the. All you see is dollar signs. You corrupt little fucks. It drives me crazy. It's so true because think about this: eighteen playoff this year. We you get all the Power Five champions. You get the basically you get the SEC number two, and then you either get the Big Twelve, Big Ten, or ACC number two. Which one? Whichever one's the best out of there, yeah. and then you get UCF. And you put UCF as the eight seed and give them a shot, and then yeah. there's your playoff. There's your playoff right there, and it's perfect. Everyone would be happy. Everybody, phenomenal. It would be absolutely phenomenal. Because if you, I mean, if you lose, if if you're the number two Big Ten team, you don't really have a claim to be to make the playoff. If you're the number two ACC, if you're the number two team anywhere, you don't really have a claim. You're just hoping you're the best of the rest. 
I would yeah. say. Yeah. And then, you know, if you're the best of the rest, it's going to be pretty obvious because it's going to be who has the better record, who showed out more in the, you know, the championship game. And that's going to be, I think, pretty obvious for everybody to see. Yeah. I mean, in reality, it's it should be like a 16-team playoff, no conference championship games. But we'll work it, work it up to that. Eight is a fine start compared to where we're at right now. And someone will still get screwed because the NCAA sucks. Speaking mm-hmm. of the NCAA sucking, how about Baylor getting hit with the allegations of lack of institutional control, CJ? Oh, I saw that. Oh, um, I, I agree with everything they found. Um, yeah. I took also them, took them an awfully long time. Yeah, and I read your article. Go to Frog's Wire. Read uh, Blake's article today on um, that should Baylor get the death penalty. I think they should. Um, strictly because it's ridiculous um, how they were operating that program, and you know all the racist yeah. comments and everything that was that was done by that um, by the school by, by Baylor by University. the school. Baylor University just to win football games. I think that's kind of, you know, ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts on it, Blake? So, I mean, I wrote that little article. It was basically just like a write-up of what the, like, facts were. Just because Mm -hmm. simply for the reason I wanted to write the title, Should Baylor Get the Death Penalty? Because it's an incredible title that I've always wanted to write. And then I didn't really want to say yes because there are, like, 99% chance they're not getting the death penalty. Especially because it took him so long. So that's like – it's pretty much out of the question. So I literally just – I wrote that little two paragraphs to summarize it for people just so I could have that beautiful title uh, under the Beer Bottle QB's name. So nice little clickbait for us there. (coughs) Mm -hmm. I love it. But yeah, I mean it's – like what they were doing is pretty – it was as organized if not – no, you can't say it's as organized as the SMU stuff in the 80s. But it's pretty, like, it was pretty up, down to the core, like, the entire board was involved in somewhat of a cover-up or scapegoating. Ian McCaw coming out and saying all that stuff that they were literally scapegoating football players to take the blame for all of campus. You have the police, like, not answering to calls, like, to, like, order food and stuff, which is beyond, like, crazy. Like, the police chief in Waco, one reason I'll never win in Waco one, it sucks. Two, because apparently the police chiefs cannot be trusted a darn, like, uh, worth a shit if they're mm-hmm. uh, someone reports a sexual assault and you're literally, like, calling food or whatever. Like, absolutely absurd. The whole town of Waco just should be shipped off the map. I get a lot of people <laughs> who are like, oh, Waco, Texas, Magnolia, Chippin, Joanna Games. And I'm like, Waco is literally the worst place on earth. I have to tell people that Waco is not hell yeah. on earth because – Frickin' HGTV is sold in this kind of like fixer up. Waco's Texas's butthole, dude. It's a, butthole, it's a piece yeah. of shit. It's a, it's a. If you're gonna be in that part of Texas, you might as well just be in West, which is right outside, and get you a nice kolache. Yeah. Hey, shout out kolaches out there. They're unbelievable. That's that. If you've ne- if you never had a kolache when you've been through West, have you even been to Texas? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so, so either. But that's my thoughts on it. I mean, I think they should axe it and let them start fresh in two years. But I also think they should axe their entire board. And uh, yeah, no, I agree. I think I think heads are going to roll. Uh, I think that there's going to be a lot of board members that are going to be gone. I mean, you just have to. You can't yep. defend that. 
Yeah, I mean, I certainly hope so. And I love it how during all of this, Ken Starr is writing like moral pieces for uh, I think it's the Wall was the Wall Street Journal writing like op eds about the Bill Clinton investigation stuff. Like he has this moral high ground when he was right. the president during all of this stuff. All I'm of like, this. Seriously, you're gonna let this this guy who just like sat at the top of the university and let all this shit happen. You're gonna let this guy be the moral high ground. So, it's insanity. It's insanity. Yeah, I mean, I, at this point, if, that's if the they're most not political thing we'll ever say, and it's only because we're shitting on Baylor. So no yeah. more politics. No more politics. But you know what? At the end of the day, we, everybody hates Baylor. So True. whatever penalty they get, they deserve that, and probably definitely more because the NCAA is going to go light on them because the NCAA is a bunch of pieces of shit as well. Yeah, for real. Mark Emmert is the worst human being on this earth. Essentially steals. A little plug for the HBO documentary about college athletes. I think it's coming came out tonight or this week or something. It comes out it looks soon. really good. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they how they spin it because I mean the system is all jacked up. The kids definitely should get paid. We've eventually we'll have a full podcast on it with uh, my dad who has some some high opinions on that, at least in some form or fashion. I don't know if uh, you can ever pay their market value while they're on campus without, I don't know. Yeah, without it being fair. Yeah, with, and then you, it just wouldn't be as popular because Alabama and Oklahoma and Texas and Georgia would win it every single year. But that's, I mean, that's kind of how the system's yeah. set up now. So what would be different? Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous now, like, to, to go up, not, not, to take a little bit of a pivot, but just what you said about winning it every year, it's a little ridiculous that, I mean, honestly, we can pick the top basically eight teams that are going to have a shot at the, you know, college football playoffs in June and yeah. be pretty, pretty right. Yeah. Like you can give me, give me eight teams. I'll pick eight teams and I'll tell you these eight teams are at least four Four out of the teams that make it will come out of these eight teams. I bet you I could probably pick it 95% of the time. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, that's that's probably true, which is kind of stinks. But every you can still have the surprises uh, every once in a while these days, though, which is nice. Like, you can have – we true. thought Texas Tech might be back this year. Uh, turns out they weren't. But, like, you could – West Virginia's good. That's a, that's a team that people probably thought was good or – would have been in the eight this year, but isn't necessarily in the eight every year. So it does have a little bit of a mix. But yeah, it's essentially it's all the same teams every single year. And yeah, it's kind of like a NBA boring if it keeps on like this. the The beauty of cycles in college football is that your team can, like Texas, can have all the money in the world and stink for five, six years, and like A and M have all the money in the world and stink, stink and forever. Nick Saban's just so – we just need to get rid of Nick Saban. Like Nick Saban needs to be out of college football. I'm tired of him. He's so good that it's just not fair. Go to the NFL, dude. Go back to the NFL. Yeah. Like, I, we're sick of you. Listen to this, Nick Saban. I bet the only reason you're staying at Bama is because you know you can't win in the NFL. That's a beer bottle QB's challenge to you, Nick. I know you're an esteemed <laughs> listener. But I bet you can't do it, Nick. I just bet you can't. You're not good enough. You're not a good enough NFL no, coach. You're too, not next you're too to soft. Those guys. Yeah, soft. Not next to those guys. He's not a football mind. Not a football mind. No, agreed. <laughs> agreed. Not a football mind. <laughs> he just has good coordinators. You know, Kiffin. Yeah, yeah. That's Sarkeesian. It. That's, that's it. <laughs> uh, Kirby Smart. 
Good to see. Jeremy Pruitt. All right. Lane Kiffin. Yeah, Lane Kiffin. The Joey Freshwater. <laughs> All right, Siege. I think I mean I think this has been a pretty solid episode. We took some tangents, but you know, sometimes we you need some that. We took some tangents. Sometimes you need that. Lots of great content though for the people. Oh yeah. It was a good one. Shout out Lemon Chills. Shout out Our Lemon sponsor. Chills. Uh, that would be a great sponsor. We'd love to have. What do you, do you like the Minute Maid Lemon Chills or just the uh, the generic brand version? Oh, you gotta go Minute Maid. Are you, you kidding? That's, I, I just had to ask. Just had to ask. All right, Siege. You have anything else to say to the listeners? This week stinks, but at the same time, you have to remember when it's basketball season. You're going to remember this week, and you're going to say, thank God I was watching crappy football than basketball. That is the – I mean, that's like the best quote we've ever had on the podcast. We may have to rip that off and do something with it. So we'll see. All right, Siege. This has been a phenomenal episode. Love all the breaks. Listeners out there, tell us what you think about this. Go out, comment on one of our Instagram posts. Slide into our DMs. Go to Twitter. Find us. Slide into our DMs there. Tweet email us. us. I don't care. Right, email us. I, I don't know if you can find our email anywhere, but if you, <laughs> if you slide into our DMs, we will give you an email to email us. <clears throat> but reach out. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you like about the podcast, what you don't. All of the above. We'd love to hear uh, from our listeners. And if anyone wants to come on the show, I mean, feel free to reach out. We, we're, we're Seriously, we'll probably that. have you on. Yeah, we probably <laughs> like, will. It's not that hard to get on our podcast. No, it's not that hard <laughs> at all. So just reach out if you're interested. Uh, any, let's see. Anything else? I think that's about it, guys. Uh, check out frogswire.com for all the TCU content. Been talking about it for a million years. Eventually, we'll have a www.beerbottle.com. Not here yet, but eventually. Eventually. Um, so, at this eventually. Point, at this point, I, I think we just shouldn't create it. And, like that's just the running joke. It's like eventually. We'll create <laughs> yeah, it. I like it. <laughs> All right, Siege. All right, Blake. Later, guys. Later.